Before I get into the show, I'd like to thank our sponsor, NPR. NPR is not your typical media partner. From NPR News Now on smart speakers to how I built this live on stage, NPR is where audiences turn for non-commercial, unbiased journalism. Stay tuned to find out how NPR sponsorship drives impact for brands. Hello and welcome to Digiday Live, our podcast where we bring you the best sessions from our many summits around the world. I'm Aditi Sango. CNN has responded to ever greater complexity in the advertising ecosystem by creating CNN Reach, a new unit within CNN International Commercial to specialize in smart targeting of audiences and campaign optimization on CNN platforms and beyond. In this session, from our publishing summit in Europe, CNN International executives Rob Bradley and Leo Urushibata go under the bonnet of how CNN Reach works, why it was created, and why publishers need to evolve and offer more to clients by introducing such consultancy services. So it's our role to monetize CNN outside of America. Um, the way that I look at the ecosystem is that it's like an ocean. There's an abundance of ways a brand or marketer or an agency can get their message in front of a consumer. There's trillions of adverts available. There's tens of thousands of partners like CNN they can work with. So for us, it's about how do we get attention of that marketer and how do we get attention on their brands when they work with us. And I was thinking about this kind of attention economy this morning. Um, while I was eating breakfast, I realized I was doing four things as well as enjoying my coffee and cereal. Not only was I eating breakfast, I was reading a newspaper, I was scrolling through my phone, like probably most of you were, I was saying hello to the people in the industry that I knew as they walked past. Um, I was thinking about what I was going to say today, I was trying to get a second coffee because I knew I was speaking today and I was trying to make sure I was nice and alert. And I realized I was doing all of that while I was scrolling through my phone, I thought I wonder how much I scroll through my phone a day. So I googled how many meters or how much distance I scroll through my phone a day. And on average, it's around 90 meters a day we all scroll through our phones. Um, it's about 600 lines of text. It's several kilometers a year. That's just on our phone. So how are brands meant to stand out in this attention economy? Just this morning, I had all this attention economy going around me. So how do we stand out in that, and how do brands stand out in that? Now, for us, as you could tell from the video, we're in the business of storytelling. Now, every good media salesperson goes out and says, we sell stories. Um, but in that abundance, you need to do much more than that. Of course, technology helps to make sense of that abundance through understanding um, where to start the story, perhaps using data to inform what that audience is truly interested in, what content that story should contain. But really, it's about creating something engaging. At CNN, we're about creating something that fascinates, that educates, that enlightens, that causes some sort of emotional response from someone. But really, when we're looking at what we're trying to achieve, it's about cutting through the story. It's about cutting through this incredible abundance of routes to market that we have. And for us, it's really about understanding people first. You know, we're in a world where, you know, we're obsessed with algorithms, we're obsessed with data, we're obsessed with the latest technology. But really what we're talking about is cutting through to people, about giving people something interesting to look at, about giving people something that they can learn from. And it's about understanding what this audience wants to make sure that we can actually deliver something that they're truly interested in. So yes, it's about getting the story to the right person in the right place at the right time. 
but really it's about using data to combine that information and understanding patterns across this incredibly complex ecosystem to make sure you're cutting through to the right person. And that's where things like AI comes into it. Strangely, AI should actually humanize the internet. AI is about finding patterns, and actually marketing, of course, is about finding patterns. It's about uncovering things that you didn't know and then using that information to inform what you should do next. And I'm afraid to say that AI is actually better at doing that than humans. So once AI is truly in our industry, it should make the internet more personal for everyone. It should make your experience with CNN more interesting just for you. It should make that advertising more interesting just for you. So we need to kind of embrace that type of technology, but we need to always understand that it's about people and not algorithms and data sets. But it is getting incredibly complex. So CNN alone is on 60 different platforms now. It's my job to make money out of all of those platforms. I can tell you we do not make money out of all of those platforms. Uh, probably not even half of them, if I'm honest, much to my frustration. Um, but we have to be there. We have to understand how they work. We have to understand why consumers want to consume the content on that platform. And we have to learn from it. We have to make it work for us. Um, and the way that I see it is, you know, if you compare it to perhaps the programmatic revolution that happened seven years ago, um, the publishers that did it best were the ones that embraced it first. They understood it. They understood all of these different technologies. They got a DMP, and even though they had no idea how to use it, and they made it work for them. They embraced it and made it work for them. But then they need to constantly change. And if you actually fast forward to today, I think some media owners are too guilty of still sticking to programmatic too much because they thought that was the be all and end all. It's about constantly changing and essentially evolving in this complexity. And the fact that our content now exists on 60 different platforms, it's important for us to embrace that and understand it early and make it work for us, even if we're not making money out of it. And if you look at what CNN has gone through over the last few years, we changed from being predominantly TV um, to being truly cross-platform. There's 1.5 billion sites, websites in the world. CNN's about 120, number 120, so we're pretty big. Um, but we also have made sure we've launched new brands, such as Great Big Story. Um, if you haven't seen Great Big Story, I'd definitely take a look at that. We went from using no data, having data on absolutely every single campaign. And CNN Create, our in-house creative agency, went from creating banners and TV ads to creating incredibly rich, beautiful stories across all of these different platforms. So it's about never standing still. It's about embracing this evolution and looking what goes on beyond your own industry. Um, I'm going to tell a story about oil rigs, but I want you to bear with me. Someone might have heard me tell this before, but I really like telling it. Um, oil rigs, if you think for 500 meters underground, something on an oil rig breaks, you have to send someone down to understand what's broken, or at least a robot to understand what's broken. You have to get it back up. You have to analyze what's wrong with it. You have to send information to a plant that can build this metal part, to get the metal part helicoptered in back to the oil rig, to send people or a robot back down to fix it. That's a lot of work, a lot of energy, a lot of information, a lot of wasted time, a lot of wasted uh, 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 kind of resources. But imagine if that oil rig was connected, it had AI running through it, it understood what was wrong with it. By understanding what was wrong with it, it could send a message to a 3D printer that was on the top of the oil rig that would print a metal part that would speak directly to a robot, print the part that's broken, because you can 3D print metal now, send it back down, and fix the bit that's wrong with the oil rig. Um, I know that has nothing to do with media, but 
It kind of does, because it has everything to do with the way people are changing. It's evolution, it's incredibly rapid evolution of what's going on with the world around us at the moment. And we can't be slow to embrace that. We really must embrace that. So I'm going to skip through that slide. Um, <clears throat> and one of the big industry areas um, that's changed at the moment in our industry is around consultants coming into the media space. Um, is there anyone from PwC, Deloitte, here? Accenture? No? They should be. Is that because they're not allowed in? Um, <laughs> um, um, this is a huge evolution of the industry, and it's happened already. Um, these are smart companies. Um, they have thousands of data scientists. They have really deep business insights on in industries across different sectors. They have really deep relationships. They have content creation capabilities, media buying relationships. Um, we need to understand what they're doing, because this evolution has happened in our industry already. So to be honest, you know, I think we've got to up our game. We've got to sharpen our pencils, because these companies are very smart and very serious. Um, but a lot of what I've said maybe sounds familiar. Media companies now have data scientists. Media owners have incredibly deep insights into what consumers want. Media owners have incredible content creation capabilities. Um, and we really understand what's going on with the media industry. Not only that, we actually own platforms where we can deliver messages on. Or we own a voice. We own a style of voice. CNN has a voice that the world listens to. And brands really want that relationship. And we have those incredibly tight relationships with brands. So what I'm talking about today is this new unit we have called CNN Reach, um, which essentially all of that was an intro uh, to what CNN Reach is, is. But it's about understanding this incredible disruption of the media industry, understanding these changes, this rapid change that's going on, and working incredibly closely with brands and agencies to consult upstream on the types of content and stories they should be telling, to consult upstream on how they can make sense of this noise, of this clutter, and truly doing it everywhere, doing it across this whole ecosystem, and learning from what's going on using data and latest technologies to get incredibly tight with that brand, and consulting and working with them to better their own business. Um, so before I introduce the smart person, Leo, who's going to talk to you a bit more about the practical side of it, who runs the business uh, on my team, I'm just going to show you a video, um, which hopefully should work with. Across the digital ecosystem, we are constantly consuming news, videos, photos, on the move, not on the move. In today's complex world of digital platforms, it's important to hit the right target at the right time with the right impact. And CNN Reach offers the solution. Reach takes advantage of what we do best for your brand. We tell stories. And we know how to share your story to the right audience, no matter where they are or what platform they're on. Using advanced data-driven analysis, CNN Reach targets and defines your audience, whether it's within our environment or theirs. By knowing more about the type of content your audience wants to receive and using our unique size and scale, we are able to encourage meaningful brand connections across the full ecosystem. With our extensive host of creative, CNN Reach can guide your audience towards your target using first-party data on Turner Brands, social media and other premium publishers. By constantly analyzing, informing you on what's working and uncovering unique insights into your brand audience, CNN Reach provides you real business data for real business decisions. If you want your audience to grow, why not give them more of what they want? how we go to market with it in a video we show the brands that we work there. I'm going to pass over to Leo now, who runs the unit on my team. Thank you. A quick break here. 
NPR listeners expect an authentic, unintrusive message from brands. It may be different, but it works. Listeners find NPR 21% more engaging than traditional radio content. To learn more about how sponsorship opportunities across NPR platforms can perform for your brand, visit npr.org slash forbrands. Now, back to the episode. Thank you very much. Um, I'm going to go into a little bit more detail of what Sin and Reach is. And as Rob just mentioned, we really live in the age of information overload. In fact, as we speak, one billion hours of content is uploaded on YouTube every day. Every day, 500 million tweets are published on Twitter. That's so much content. And the burden is really on individual consumer to sift out the noise and figure out which piece of information is important and relevant to them. And looking back closely to our own industry, the lines between the brands and agencies, agencies and publishers, are becoming increasingly elusive. And if that is not enough as a challenge, the recent years have also seen the consulting and accounting firms entering the ad business. And I think the thought process for them went something like this. Well, we have a team of highly talented business consultants. They're good at going out to businesses, speak to them, understand their challenges, and come up with solutions. We also have a team of highly talented data scientists and data analytics capabilities. What else can we do? What other industry can we enter? And I think that was a smart move for them. In fact, in the year 2016, IBM, PwC, Deloitte, and Accenture had combined revenue of $13.2 billion from their ad agency businesses. And if you think about the combination of data analytics and understanding the brand's needs, we as publishers are also well positioned to provide consultative services to our brand partners. Because we understand our audience, because we understand the content and the ecosystem, we can provide the right content to the right audience at the right time. And we as CNN, we put everything we do based on our audience. We take the feedback from the users by way of how they're consuming, how they're engaging with our content. And we take the feedback we take the insights and use that to improve our content and delivery. And we create this positive feedback loop. And no product presentation is complete without before and after visualization. Um, what you see on the left-hand side, um, this is our current state. We have so much product, so many products, internal products. We have so many content verticals, third-party vendors, third-party plugins, plugins to the plugins. It is very complicated. And we would like to simplify that. And if you think about why people come to publishers like us, I don't think they come for product A, B, or C. I think they come to us for solution. And that's what we do with Sin and Reach. With Sin and Reach, we provide simplified solution in a brand-safe environment. 
And if all of this sounds familiar to you, you're right. There's nothing new in what I'm saying right now. We've always had, we as publishers, we always had a set of skill sets and capabilities like content production, content strategy, data analytics, campaign management, and so on. What we're doing differently with Send and Reach is we're moving forward the process. We have one team that looks after the entire ecosystem, the whole life cycle of a campaign, all the way from pre-sale conversation, campaign management, to post-campaign analysis. And we close the loop by getting to renewal conversation. At least that's the idea. So in a nutshell, Send and Reach, it allows us to optimize campaign to best performing media because things change. In this rapidly changing media landscape, what we know today might not be applicable tomorrow or when the campaign kicks in next month, next quarter, or next year. We have a dedicated team that monitors the situation, and as things move, as things change, we can proactively shift the media budget content strategy to suit the new reality. And what it means to us, to our brand partners, is that we can create more cost-efficient campaign delivery with less wastage. Again, people don't come to publishers like CNN for product A, B, or C. They come here, they come to us for solution, and that's what we provide with CNN Reach. That's all we have today. Thank you very much. Questions? Thank you. Thank you very much. That was very informative. Uh, is CNN Reach something that publishers or advertisers opt into, or is that the entire sort of program that CNN Sales runs under? Sorry. Do you mean, is, is it CNN only, or does it cover uh, other Turner Reach, brands? Reach program. Oh, yeah. Reach program. So it is an initiative that started in uh, CNN International Business. And we started as a sort of proactive initiative, and we started reaching out to um, our long-term brand partners. Well, now you're back. <laughs> I can ask well, you a revenue question. question. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I won't do that to Leo, because you look after the content optimization. Yeah. But now, um, how much revenue are you making from this? Well, Such a digi-day question, isn't it? Well, well, yeah, um, all <laughs> well I say, I, I'm not going to tell you how much revenue, but we're not in the business of launching something that's not in the, the millions plus. Okay. So we should be aiming for a new product should generate tens of millions, so we wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, but I would say that the, the key thing with the revenue is that it, this doesn't sit as a, as a silo. Mm -hmm. And if you look at how consultancies work, one of their big pitches is we understand all of this part of your business, mm -hmm. right? So we understand not just the marketing, we understand your structure, your staffing, um, the data strategy and the, the, the market, whatever it is. So CNN Reach doesn't sit alone in that we're always selling in as part of everything else that we're doing. Mm -hmm. It's never alone on a plan. It's always part of the content creation part naturally because it can't really exist without, without the content uh, uh, part, but it's always potentially part of a traditional TV campaign as mm -hmm. well. Um, so we don't sell it as, as, as alone, but we're consulting on the whole piece, mm -hmm. and it's just one sort of part of that puzzle. Fantastic. And management consultancies are the new rival for you. I don't think they're a new rival. I actually think, like, you know, I wanted to know if 
people they were here because I was going to say, well done, you're doing a good job. I think like, <laughs> I think, you know, we can be in this, in this industry, we can be a little bit la lazy, to, mm. to be honest. And then it takes someone else coming in to, to, to kind of disrupt them. We, we should have done that first. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes perhaps we're playing a little bit of catch up. There's no reason why we can't catch up and have a, you know, a piece of a piece of that part. I don't think I'm going out and naturally competing with them in a traditional sense of what they are as a, as a, as a, as a whole consultancy business. But the part of what they're doing in media, yes, we can absolutely be part of that story and win business for some of the services that they're offering as well. And on the point of consulting firms entering the business, if anything, that's a kind of validation of a um, concept, isn't it? That shows that someone else is. Someone else thinks this is a good business to be in, and um, we're kind of proactively um, sort of making the point and say, well, actually, we can do that too. Mm -hmm. We have all the capabilities, um, and we actually own the content ecosystem. So that's an advantage that other people don't have. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, both of you. Um, we'll leave it there. Thank you very much. And thank you all for listening. I'm Aditi Sango. Did you like the show? Rate us and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And you can also write to me or tweet at me. I'll be back soon with another episode.